0: Welcome to Trivial Debates.
1: Welcome to Trivial Debates, Music Edition, the ultimate pop culture challenge. I am your host, Davin, of Plain Simple Tailors, Locutors of X-Rated, and now, Live Long and Podcast.
2: Yay.
3: Each
1: episode, we have some awesome debates for you this month, and each episode, our panelists will be judged, scored on their arguments of fact, their passion, their creativity. It probably doesn't hurt to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, our panelists are former champion Chris Seymour.
3: You doing, Chris?
1: Yeah, here to defend the crown. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. We also have my cousin, Eamon Mater.
4: Good afternoon. No family biases here, though. You're going to have
1: to win on your own merits, Oh, uh, Of course. Yeah. All right. As long as that's understood. And we also have. Tom Mott Terrell, how are you doing? Good.
5: Streaming all the way in from the USA. From the US of
1: A. Here to (laughs) possibly take over the country. We don't know. Um, We'll see how good (laughs) his debates are. If they're good enough, you know, I'll vote for you.
5: Uh, You got damn right.
1: Yeah. How the show works. There are six rounds, plus a speed round by our top two panelists. uh, The categories of movies television, music, sports, history, and wildcard. But in this edition, they'll all have a musical twist. They're all music questions. Um, we want people to be passionate, but not personally personally mean. Mm. But there's a little gray area in the middle there that is. <laughs> anyway, um, keep in mind, you can also skip to a new debate by looking at the time indexes in the description and going to the battles that interests you the most, but watch the whole show. There's connective tissue there. You know, you want all that. Um, all right, let's get ready to rumble. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Uh, all right, our first category the movie category. The, what? is the best movie role played by a notable musician now you all seem to interpret this slightly differently so this will be an interesting debate chris seymour you will be going first and you have and who have you it. chosen as the best movie role played by a notable musician
0: well you know what i didn't even have to think um too hardly about this question the answer popped into my head right away uh and the answer was uh eminem's performance in the movie eight mile um Basically, it's. Uh, it, I'm sure we've all seen the movie. Um, it's basically um, Eminem's, you know, life story about how how he was growing up, how uh, how how he ended up getting famous, um, and the, the reason I thought it was so such a great um, role played by Eminem is not like not only did he, of course, he wrote a lot of the songs for the movie. Like the the, the main song for that movie was "Lose Yourself," which which was, was a huge hit, um, but it was his real first acting role in a movie too. And not only did he he'd do okay like playing himself he he nailed it he nailed that role um going from like uh, you know um his upbringing on the streets of detroit with his uh, living with his mom and uh, it was his sister in the movie in in real life i, I think it mimics his daughter um but it, it was just a, a fantastic film okay, okay. eminem eight
1: mile I'm from a pl- place called Three Mile Plains. It's very similar. Uh,
3: <laughs> Three Mile uh, Island, I think.
4: Yeah. Um, all right, Damon, you're up. All right, I picked. Um, so I picked Jared Leto's character in Psycho, Paul Allen, and I picked it because, to me, it was basically the one I thought of, where it's like, it's kind of a quintessential character to the film. Because for the first half of American Psycho, Paul Allen is kind of just the antagonist and really the main antagonist in American Psycho. Because obviously he opposes Patrick Bateman in the way that he kind of one-ups him at everything. And I just think that Leto also did a really good job playing his character. Kind of effortlessly coming off as an asshole, which obviously all the people in American Psycho kind of are supposed to, to show the upper class white businessman sort of thing. And um, obviously, you know, the scene where Paul Allen gets killed is one of the most iconic scenes in all of horror. So I think that adds to it quite a bit. Is, is Jared Leto a notable mu- mu- musician? I mean, he was part of 30 Seconds to Mars. They got some pretty big hits. All right, fair enough. I don't know these things. All right.
5: Uh, Tom, you're up. Okay. Uh, So I went with uh, Justin Timberlake and The Social Network and uh, I would, in this role, I think uh, Justin was playing a contemporary um, somebody, you know, who we seen on TV at the time, Sean Parker of Napster and this guy was in the news constantly speaking to Congress. Um, I mean, it, you know, back in the day, uh, we got our music, uh, the, you know, the first time, like, the, it, you know, the, you had uh, access to broadband. Everybody went crazy and, and stole music, and, uh, you know, Napster um, called to sharing. Sean Parker blew up. He was everywhere. In in the role he played in uh, – um, JT played in – the social network playing your contemporaries is, is extremely uh, hard. It's once everybody knew somebody out there, and he just did a bang up job with it. Um, well,
1: all right. Is Justin Timberlake a notable musician? <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, no, I do. kid, I kid, I kid. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm I'm hardly. I gotta ready. tell you guys. Uh, I couldn't the the my date. lines. <laughs> The open debate's a hundred percent gonna settle this one. So all right. So
4: first of all, on that path, from? I, I considered eight Ma- but my main argument is that Eminem isn't really a great actor. He isn't really playing anyone other than himself.
0: Well, that's kinda of, it's kind of weird because he won the um MTV um award that year for best actor and, and oh. best breakthrough actor. Um so the fact that he's won awards for it, he also got uh, award, a award shows who, are,
4: award shows mean nothing. Award shows mean nothing. They the award shows are all based on who they wanna give it to, not who really deserves it. Well the, I don't want to hear really. about award shows.
0: Well, he also won the he also won the Teen Choice Award. So that is um, actually decided by the people. It's not decided by a panel. So I, I, I think you're wrong in that. I case. mean, that's like, fair, but you know, but like, you know what?
4: We're talking know, about what's the best performance. We should really talk I, about I, the act. I thought
5: Eminem was playing himself, and yeah, I thought
4: Eminem was also playing himself. And I mean, like, like look at it how it movie, holds
5: up. I mean, Eight Mile got a you know an MTV award. I mean, all the accolades that The Social Network got that year. You know, best yeah. actor, best director. Like you had to play against the best actor. You know, it right. you, um, you got it you got best film. I mean, Daisy delivers Franco, a line like
4: just one of the biggest controversial films of its time. Both people loved it and people hated it. It, it left such an impact on the world of movies the same way.
5: You know, Justin Timberlake really came, really came really up with a line in there that was like so iconic when he comes out and just says something profound that. The, and something we know today, it's not the Facebook, it's Facebook. And, you know, he, as Sean Parker, he tells him, you know, so iconically to drop the duh. Yeah, but it's not like Justin Timberlake came up with that.
0: That's no, yeah. That. He no, he, he didn't. Like,
5: when, you, when, you, when you know that, when somebody's in the news, you know, somebody's in the news, somebody we know, and you're going to play that character, like Eminem was playing himself. I mean, no, how, he wasn't. How, 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 how can we, we say you know, he he really, really went wrong with with, the, with that with that character? Yeah, you know, he's he's not, not
0: really playing himself though, because we we all know that he can he can. He playing in himself that though. Movie, he's playing autobiography in that movie though. Like he was he was. It, he was like choking on stage, and like he had to act that out. We all know he can really rap, but he really had to act to. Well, up, it, I long, get
4: that. Long but long I don't, I don't know if that's in, as impressive as you know trying to play someone entirely different from yourself, or just I, like trying to. I think I've heard you know, enough. Basically, mold yourself around this role.
0: I, I, I don't even know Jared Leto as a as a musician, to be honest. So,
4: I mean, that's <laughs> not my problem. That's not my problem.
0: Well. No,
1: okay. Um, I've heard enough. Uh, ding, ding. Um, for this one... Sean Parker. Good <laughs> points there. I think they got to jail a little bit, Chris, when they were just like Eminem's just playing himself. You know, that was a pretty... That one caught the chin. And uh, for the most part in this one, uh, I'm going to have to give it to Eamon. He was throwing punches and they were finding chin. So, you know. I got to get Damon on this one. Oh, wait. I don't have an Eamon uh, no. thing. There you go. All right. And but you know, I also didn't know Jared Le- that it was a musician, but I, I believe <laughs> Damon on <know> that. Because <laughs> I think I've heard that before. I just don't
5: know. No, 30, 30 Seconds to Mars is actually a, a legit They're band, and, band. They're a pretty popular band. They make good music. I, I like them, for sure. Yeah, so... Prop and Eamon's like,
3: them. not my problem, Chris Seymour. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. No.
5: Right. Jared uh, letter is a terrific actor, too, in like just about everything he's in.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right. We're ready Aiman for your next round. Throwing,
1: throwing stiff jams, but rolling with the punches. Yeah, yeah
3: he's, he he rolls yeah. with it. That's that's what that mustache Robin is bringing Weedon. on. He's, he's channeling yeah. the power of the chief. All right. <laughs> all right, next
1: one. What do we got here? Ding, ding. Which TV show would be better as a musical? First up this time. Oh,
3: I think it's Eamon's Aemon, turn to go yeah, first.
4: Yeah, yeah, Eamon's yeah. up next. All right. Um, I, I said South Park basically because, you know, I just think a show. Okay, listen, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I like South Park bigger, longer, and uncut, and I wouldn't mind seeing more of this. This was just a hard question for me. Honestly, I think that it would be hilarious if they just did more of the the stuff they did during that movie. That's all I have to say, really.
1: Hmm. Conceding the rest of his time. Yeah,
4: he only needed uh, uh, 25 seconds to
1: get that across. He's waiting for the open debate. He likes the the combative nature.
3: He was like, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Forrest (laughs) Gump stuff.
1: Yeah, all I got to say about
3: that. South Park does have some musical episodes already, mm. or
5: some songs at least. But um.
1: all righty, next up, Mutt.
5: Okay, uh, i went with uh, "Saved by the Bell." Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a high school show, uh, you know, um, and uh, I just think, uh, you know, as a musical, like it would play, it would play well. I mean, I can see you know, Screech and uh, you know singing to uh you know principal building and and in the hallways and uh i mean zach and you know mario lopez i I think they could pull it off and i mean you had uh you know people who can um show their dancing ability like uh, elizabeth berkeley um you know she was in uh you know uh, in in showgirls yeah i mean she showed like she could be a showgirl you know for certain uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, i think and uh yeah, that, that whole cast, I think they could pull it off. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, you know, we've already seen, you know, maybe something uh, similar uh, with the musical um, shows these days, uh, you know, with the better college, I think, uh, and they became so popular. And, uh, and then high school musical, you know, that that's actually a thing. Well, with the popularity of that, I think Saved by the Bell yeah. – would,
1: would pull it off. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Good points. Maybe the like by the Bell. That one took me back. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Seymour.
0: Okay. Saved by the Bell didn't even have a good theme song. But anyways. Um, <laughs> I, I chose um, something a little older than you guys. I'm going to go with um, the 1964 uh, series, um, The Addams Family. I think... Um, it would have been fantastic as a musical um like you you know the concept of the show like morticia and and gomez are so much in love with each other like uh, they they could be singing each other love songs then you've got lurch in there he could be the bass like um like all together they would just sound amazing then you got like the thing uh, it's just a hand but you know what who better to play the drums um n- now we got uh you know what cousin it i don't know what kind of sounds he could make but he could make like background me meep, 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 and it would be kind of cool um <laughs> we, we got like uh uncle fester imagine that face singing at you it would just be hilarious it would make the show so much better uh and then you know the, the the adams family were known to have like a lot of guests come over and they would see the creepy things and the adams family would act like well normal It us not great all right.
1: all right one of you one of you is got a bit of a lead on the other two right now let's see what happens in the open debate uh,
0: well south park i'm going to say right away is um like there there are many musical episodes and there's a lot of music in that show um
4: yeah well that that's honestly why i picked is because yeah. <laughs> all of these shows it's the one that we know could work a lot of guest
0: bands go on that show. But I, I don't think it would make South Park better. I yeah, like South make Park is. It, it is. Um, but
4: and, that's not my argument. My argument is that it would be the best show to it have would, a musical. It would make,
0: the question was what would make it better if it were a musical. It wouldn't make South Park any better to be a musical. Yeah, I, I think like,
5: like Saved by um, the Bell was questionable, Bell. cheesy acting. I mean, it started off in prime time and stuff like that. But, you know, it was definitely like a cheesy show with with – you know it Kelly was and ac and you know like, like these these guys were the ultimate cheese balls and uh you know and then you have screech and you know they had a a good cast of characters but you know they could sing about like what's going on in high school and stuff like that and and a la grease and pull it off
0: uh, i'm not sure they were all, were all great singers and also like the, you got to remember I who stayed it by their side <laughs> It, saved by the bell is target targeted towards teenagers i don't think teenagers want to come home after school and put on a musical i, I like look at the teenagers do you think they want to you think do you think that would happen i don't think again i don't think it would make it a better show whereas the adams family it was it was a good show but as a musical it would be hilarious and and they what why why what, what
5: would what would things sing? Like, sing. He sing he
0: wouldn't sing i already said he would play the drums. Who better to play the drums than a hand?
1: So he's okay. Just, uh, Uncle uh, Fester thunder.
5: probably uh can I, play I the guess. I've I've
1: I've made my decision. Look, yeah. Sometimes on this show we find serendipity. Okay. And Chris Seymour has done exactly that here. Um I just really, really, really want to see that show. Um, <laughs> I don't think there could have been a better choice, maybe. The uh serendipity, man. Good job. Thank you yeah that's tough um south park they, they kind of got you on that it's they, they i i realized it's like yeah, yeah no they made a great point uh, yeah and um, saved by the bell is a good choice too um but uh you know it's kind of been done as well um been i think true yeah. serendipity we had there with the adams family all right let's move on what do we got next uh, uh Music. Oh. Other than Ooby Dooby. What is the best song to introduce aliens to Earth music? Uh, this one I've been looking forward to hearing your debates on quite a bit. So let's go back. No, let's start with Mott
5: this time. Mm-hmm. All right. I went with uh, a, a song that um, I think is going to relate to aliens because like just when they see our planet, they see a blue planet and like, this is all we got, you know, they're coming to meet us. And, uh, the song blue, um, D is, uh, is extremely catchy. Like we don't want to like try to confuse them with words and thoughts, real thoughts of, uh, of what's going on in the music. We're not trying to explain anything to them. We're just trying to introduce them to music. And, uh, I think a song like blue is, universally catchy i mean that that song you hear it once it's stuck in your head um you can't help but like uh, move something um so i think uh that is what i would introduce aliens to okay like or the music.
3: song just so i understand the blue data d is the well, one? yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, yeah.
5: I I a blue house a blue world you know like they, they're looking down on us they see all this blue world and like yeah, you know, we're the people who live in it, and, uh, yeah. Got right. it. That song. da dee dee We'll all
1: have to sing a, a, a clip from your song choice.
5: <laughs> you can play one. Right. Uh, back <laughs> I, could. Chris. I don't
4: think it's going to work for mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: oh, whose turn is it? Chris? Is it Chris's turn Chris next? Is next yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Um... I took a different uh, path than Matt on this one because I, uh, the song I think we should introduce aliens is um, the Flying Purple People Eater uh, by Sheb Wooley. Um, we all know this song. Um, this song's uh, it's a classic song. We all know the words to it. Um, song. The, the reason the reason I think it is because the song kind of is about aliens, anyways. Like a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Like now. We're like, we're welcoming aliens, like, saying, like, listen, we've already written a song about you guys. Also, we don't know what kind of music that, that aliens like. I don't want to start out giving them like techno, like Mott's thinking, or giving them like hard rock or giving them heavy metal. I'm um, sure, we might like that type of music because we've adapted, we've evolved to it. Whereas like flying purple people eater is just a, a catchy song, it'll get stuck in your head, it'll get stuck in your head. Um, and it's uh, it's 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 not an overwhelming song. I don't want them to be like, oh, they happy. I'm leaving this planet.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try to uh, relate to the aliens as purple people eaters themselves. We'll just, yes. um, definitely a different choice. it's like we're blue. We're gonna talk about us and dance. Yeah, blue and purple coming in here. All yeah. right, let's see what eamon has got. Seymour's
4: just like, well, here's what we think you are. I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> have a color-based song. I do have. Well, disqualified. Uh, I do have The Beatles "A Day in the Life" because obviously, The Beatles are the most like iconic artists of not only like our time, but like generations before us they're one of the most quintessential artists of all time and a day in the life is considered by many people to be their masterpiece so it just makes sense to introduce you know the the first song you think of a lot of people think of when they think of music and for a lot of people that is a day in the life i also think that a day in the life is good because it kind of shows what humans do we we you know we we go to work. We're sometimes late. We catch the bus. We read the paper. That, that sort of stuff. So it, you know, like, what is Earth like? I'll show you. It's it's by this this song called A Day in the Life.
1: Okay, oh, 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 okay. Uh, all right. This is interesting. So they're all so different. These choices. Let's see the opening.
0: <laughs> Well, I just I just want to introduce the aliens to something fun. I mean, the Beatles, A Day in the Life, like okay,
4: okay, okay, but oh well, okay. If you say (laughs) A Day in the Life is not a fun song, you are (laughs) lying because that is a a joyous time. But um, the what is this Purple People Eater song? You said everybody knows this. I've never heard of this song in my entire life. Well, that's
5: that's that's not my problem.
4: (laughs) Uh, Amat, you're muted.
5: I know it, and I think it would be insulting to the aliens to, uh, to introduce them to something and like, oh, this is what we always thought aliens looked like until we met you. Like some yeah, crazy that's thing, great point. It's flying through the air, staring, staring, it? staring us weird. and stuff. We're showing, we're showing, like, we're showing like, our compassion. We're showing
0: that we're thinking about them before,
5: like years before they even got here. we be like, I mean, aliens probably. See, like, dogs, and like, I might not even see in color, so like, they don't need, we don't even need to explain what blue is. But the, that song, it, the, the words mean nothing. The problem it, is it, that, like, it, and, and we, we're not trying to teach them language, we're trying to teach if you we're want just to introduce, to introduce aliens, them to music something they, they can to, move to.
4: If you want to introduce aliens to earth music, you know, maybe I'd pick blue if it was the year 2000, but considering that that song is so like. In its own time, I don't think it's, it's a still, good It's from, from,
5: from in its Compared own time. To, I mean, it, it still pops up everywhere all the time, and then oh, it's yeah, in yeah. Your head it also and,
4: dated. You'd never hear a song like that now. You wouldn't hear a song like that before that time. Compare that to "Day in the Life," which is just so timeless, and it feels like it could have been written whenever. Basically, I'm,
5: sure, I'm not sure the last time I heard that song. Maybe. Yeah? Well, that... yeah. maybe in thirty years or something ago. I haven't played that <laughs> song for I haven't played that song at least like that long, maybe. Well no, you're missing back, out. Out. back, I'm, back I'm... when I was in college I played that. <laughs> and, I have the, made what's my the decision. problem with that?
4: I'm sorry, what's the what's the problem with playing a song in college? Like
5: Well, I mean I would have played it again if it was iconic enough to introduce aliens to. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, I've heard enough here. All right, uh Chris, they uh yeah, they, I think they got you there. You might insult the aliens, and they may attack you. Um, <laughs> so it was between Mutt uh, and Amon, but Amon, you're going to get the point because you know what your argument could have been an excerpt for that <laughs> song on an album. Basically, it was well, very well said. Um, yeah, almost brought a tear to my eye. Good
5: job.
3: I just okay. Can I now that the round's over? Like, it like, you're, oh, if it was the year two thousand, I play that song. But then he's <laughs> arguing a song from like the nineteen sixties, like yeah. that's I like forty years older than than, than the one Mod has. He's like, well, that was only no, popular. I meant,
4: like, I meant like, the main
3: a- point
1: he made that won the debate for him though.
3: I know, I know. It was just like I was, I was like, it's, was he-
1: it, it's, a bit of a snapshot of human. Existence.
3: Oh, and and uh, and by the way, uh, just uh, the the symmetry of, of Seymour coming back and saying, like, he's like, I've never heard your purple peep eater song, and he's like, that's not my problem. <laughs> that was gold. That was, was gold. Awesome.
4: Yeah, we're <laughs> on fire
1: here tonight, fellas. All right, sports. Uh, All right, bring in the heat. Sports. What is the best song to hype a crowd? For a sporting event back to chris that goes to chris doesn't
0: okay. it mm-hmm. yeah. okay the, um that do song to hype up a crowd is uh song two by blur um We all. A- what
5: So thought you didn't <laughs> like techno
0: woohoo this it, is not a techno song by the way it's that's not hard that, um, that's like frit uh, pop <laughs> But it, like just the way it, that song comes out, we all know the chorus to it because there's, there's not much to it. It's woohoo hoo, and it just it will hype up a crowd before a sporting event. When you hear that, when you, when you get that woohoo in your ear, you're like, yes, I am ready to see something exciting. <laughs> it could be it could be anything. It could be monster trucks. You could be at wrestling. You could be at a hockey game. It could be a, a curling match. You hear that song and you're like, yes something something exciting is coming after this song because now i'm excited
1: oh. all right well, all well right. said points well made uh uh yes the world mind is clarifying this is a that's a uk grunge hit not techno <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, it's like the opposite right. of techno <laughs> to you amen uh all
4: right so i right, picked. Me what I think is a pretty straightforward choice. I picked take me out to the ball game because when I think about going to see some sports, I think about sports songs. And if you want to talk about a song to hype up a crowd at a sporting event, let's talk about a song that is used to hype up people at a sporting event. You know, this song is actually used, you know, since, you know, like, I think at least the forties somewhere around then, because it's such an old song and it's still, Gives people a sense of excitement when they hear it. You know, everybody sings along. It's, it's so much fun to just, it just l- gets the energy going. And it has gotten the energy going for however many years. So that's why I picked it. Uh, it's from 1908,
3: okay. Amen. for the record.
4: All right. It's a little older than I thought it was. But that just makes my point even stronger. <laughs> there you go.
1: Even stronger. Help from producer Dave. A <laughs> little fatherly help there. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to Mott. What do you got for me? Hype me. Hype me, Mott.
5: Okay. Uh, Ida Tiger, my survivor. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, everybody's seen Rocky. And, uh, you know, um, Rocky Three was one of the most epic of, of all time. You know, you had, uh, you know, good versus evil with the uh, USA versus Russia. and uh, That's Rocky Four. You know, or, oh, we got Mr. T. <laughs> yeah,
4: you got Mr. T. I got my
5: Rockies mixed up. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, all I know is the song, you know, when, when when you saw it back in Rocky, I mean, you know, you, you thought about like, you know, competing and bettering yourself and getting hyped up. You know, and when they play that for a crowd, I mean, the crowd, the crowd loves it. The crowd goes wild. Uh, I think it's one of the, you know, top songs ever in any stadium throughout the world uh, to be played. I mean, take me out to the ball game. I mean, uh, I haven't heard that since I've been a kid. Uh, I've never heard it at a stadium, ever. Nobody's ever sang it in unison at a stadium. Um,
1: That sounds like the beginning of open debate to me. Hit it, fellas.
3: They do play it at every Blue Jays game.
4: Uh, they really they do. They do. They play it every game, and I always they
5: hear – They do, but you know, that, that, that's, one, that's one stadium throughout the world that they play it in. They don't play it in any American stadiums that I have ever been in before a ball game, before a football game, before a baseball game, a basketball game, certainly not hockey. Um, well, you know what? The,
0: the the problem with Damon's song, and we'll knock it out oh, right away, is that it only works for baseball. It only works and for – Does was, it really, like, though? Like The other speak? songs. Will work for any other sporting event. And honestly, I I was debating going with I Are the Tiger too, but um, I I didn't. The reason I chose song 2 is because uh, I think, you know what? You could actually play the whole song. I Have the Tiger, like once the words start coming in and he starts singing, like that part, that part is not hypey anymore. Um, the beginning is, the chorus is, but yeah, but that's all they ever play. That's all they
5: Okay, ever I, mean, played. I, I
4: they would say the same thing about I song two. I'd say the same part. thing about I mean, song I mean, two when I you start
0: singing it about, about then
5: not that they played the whole. Have song, you
0: ever actually read the, the, I mean? the lyrics of song two? I mean, it's basically just about. Up. It doesn't matter what the lyrics are. It's it's the it's just the the sound of the music that will hype up. Well, I would say the same
4: thing though. You know, you got that like. Guitar Ooh. strumming in the back. That's all it is while he's singing, basically. But it's still
0: exciting because you're looking for That's
5: not exciting. Oh, if that's, yeah, if and that's and exciting, and gotta I really heard you that I have the Tigers way a more. That's that really um, a tired-ass song. That really is a tired-ass song. I mean, it, it like the producer said, that came in 1908. And, I, I mean, you, could, I, I, they don't play it in any of our stadiums because, I mean, it's a tradition maybe in Toronto, but they don't play it in any of our stadiums. That's not anything well, that ever would hype us up in uh, you know, I don't know. I just feel like you're a sense of <laughs> yeah. Of like, the ball game's not
0: really a hype song. It doesn't. It doesn't get me excited. It gets me. Oh, like I'm just singing with everyone. Really? It house. gets me excited. And, and know, I think uh, excited to see you know the
4: game. You, know, you get eye of the tiger. Like, that hits you in the beginning of the they
5: game, don't... middle of the game. Like if your team is, is is you know is ready to pour it on, they come yeah. out with eye of the tiger. I mean, your team's coming out swinging no matter what sport they play. The crowd's hyped up. They're behind you. All and right. uh, you know, something's good, something good is about to happen now that they played Eye of the Tiger. I've heard <laughs> enough.
1: I've heard enough. Um, they they gutted you with that it only works for baseball singing.
4: Yeah, so. that's fair. Um,
1: so it was pretty neck and neck between you, uh, Chris, yeah. and Mott, but uh, Mott, You've you got this point. This, uh, nice. Uh, Run. In, in, Run it, it was so close. It was kind of just when Mott's like, that's a tired-ass song. <laughs> just like, that was kind of what pushed him over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so close. I just needed something. And
3: no, I something. learned something. I was yeah. like, oh, you don't play this song in American baseball stadiums? Okay. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Why are we still doing it in Toronto? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: <it's, job laughs> it, up <Job> in it, <laughs> it, Toronto. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I've always liked it, but it's like, out the I window didn't... with
1: apple pie. Yeah.
4: All right. You ready? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Next one.
1: What is the greatest contribution music has made to human history? I uh, was very much looking forward to this one as
4: well. Amen. I believe you're up. All right. So, to be fair, I didn't pick a specific event, I picked more of a general idea, and that was. Uh, you know, healing from tragedy, the, that's the best thing that music does because, well, I was thinking because, you know, we're, we've, we're, we we're just experienced, you know, the memoriam for the, the 9-11 attacks recently. It got me thinking about, you know, when you're in a time of just pain or sadness because of something bad happening, sometimes all you need is some music to comfort you or help you release anger. Or maybe just make you think that everything's going to be okay, even though something bad happened. It just, I think that that could help someone, especially because, you know, mentally, I know people who are where they are today because of music. And that helps them, you know, push through tough times. So that's what makes me think of. Excellent, excellent answer.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, it, I, like uh, I think I like uh, I, I, funny. <laughs> mods um, up next. Yeah, mods up next. All
5: right. Okay. Okay. Very profound. I went with, uh, I went with Live Aid, which uh really was, you know, at the time, uh, it really brought together the world. Um 110 countries uh, streamed uh, the event. Um, it raised 127 million for uh, famine in Europe, I mean, in uh, <laughs> in Ethiopia, um, Africa. And I mean, like, that was real, the light wasn't shining on Africa, like, um, back then, and, and until these um, artists uh, came together and uh, started you know, pulled their, their, their collective power together and um shine the world on uh light on the world on what was going on there and uh really it turned not just for the Ethiopian uh famine but around the world we, we realized that humanitarian crises were really a global issue and uh you know the artists came together. A-
1: All right healing after tragedy. We have live aid. What else do we got? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so for, for my answer, I I went with something, uh, a little different. I went with, um, George M Cohen and his, his songs he wrote, um, that inspired the soldiers during, uh, during world war one. Um, he had two songs, uh, grand old flag and over there, over there was actually like a, an anthem for, for world war one. Um, And actually, his contribution uh, meant so much that actually in in 1940, um, George Cohen was presented the uh, Congressional, uh, the the Gold Medal of Honor by President Roosevelt in his office. Um, President Roosevelt basically said to him, like, your contribution has meant more to the war than any tanks or any bombs that we had there. And, And it's right, because... Those songs that he wrote were anthems for the soldiers during that war. Uh, it kept their morale up. Um, it kept the spirits alive, uh, and it, it was it was a contribution that uh, that I think maybe um, maybe even the world would have gone a different way if they weren't in place.
1: All right, all right. So this is interesting. We have two very specific examples, and then yeah, we a have a more broader example. Now. I will say the broader example is a more suiting answer to the question I was asking. I think so. What I can do here is take a bit of a protracted view from of yours, and and what I see in your guys's debates here is Maud is saying that music can be used to do good in the world, um, bring people together, that type of thing. Um, and and what was the what the
5: question was was What has it done for what is the greatest contribution contribution music 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 has made to years in
1: history? So, if you guys are arguing that those individual events are the greatest contribution music has made to human history, well, let's take in,
4: let's open debate. (laughs) All right. So, for something to be, you know, iconic to human history, don't I have to know about it considering I don't know who this George M. Kohan... Cohen is. I've never heard his song.
0: (laughs) I don't want to hear it,
4: (laughs) Chris. I know what you're going to say
0: those songs were written like before World War One. Like, I don't expect you to have heard them. Um, but they they were very important during that time period. Well, uh, it's, hear, it's it's not, you're not going to you know every song that was like, the
4: World War I, I don't hear people um, talking about how there's, George M. Cohen. Well, there was actually there was
0: actually a there was actually a
5: movie made about his life called um, Yankee Doodle Dandy. If you if you watch that movie, okay, we like, don't know this movie. We don't know these songs. We don't know this yeah. history. I, I mean, because it, it's really not. It's really some history that really didn't ch- change the world. Um, with with the music, I mean, think of the lineup, uh, uh, the lineups of who played, you know, these iconic events and really drew the world together. When a hundred, it's streaming in hundred and ten countries, you know, um, one point three billion people watch on live stream. I mean, that's you know, why music uniting the United world. Elton John, The Who, who these acts never came together before. Bigger than Woodstock. Woodstock was a bunch of like acts that nobody knew at the time and, and, you know, a few others sprinkled in, uh, that, that were big. This was all the biggest, greatest acts that ever been assembled somewhere and even playing. And they came back to, for this benefit for the world. Mm. And since then, I mean, it hasn't been the same, uh, you know, you, you know, human, uh, humanitarian aid for the whole you the know, thing. Our eyes have been on, on, on that ever since. Like it's, it's became an issue Um, for us to get involved because we finally got to see it through this powerful event that everybody, when 110 million, uh, 110 countries 1.3 billion people are watching an event and listening to music, that's bringing the world together See, my problem with Live Aid is
4: that at the time of the event the guy who forms Live Aid, I can't remember what he is or sorry, what his name is, but he Bob was Gallows. um he was kind of a a, a well known singer um but he basically blackmailed everyone into performing in Live Aid. Sometimes, um, uh,
5: yeah, we, we don't like to see how sausage is made. <laughs>
4: All right. So, I'm well, well I'm sorry to tell you well, that's the history of the matter, <laughs> and this is the, and this is the history category. He basically okay. blackmailed them. He said, you know, yeah, you cannot show up, but I'm going to tell everybody you didn't show up for this 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 fundraiser basically and also from what i've heard there were rumors that who cares if be um, blackballed them the, they the all money showed from... up
5: and everybody jammed <laughs> it was the greatest okay. not right, because they all wanted
4: right. to they were basically forced to it He's
1: composed ding ding. <laughs> ding, ding. ding ding i've heard
4: water, water. Water.
1: so again the question was most directly answered by eamon but i can look at your guys's arguments and see the argument you were using a specific example to argue. um chris it's that music can be used as like a rallying cry in a way to bring people together in whether it be battle or other things you know why they beat a drum when they're rowing a boat in the but in viking boats you know same thing and Mott again that you can use people blackmailed or not use music to <laughs> try to do good in the world because it's something that people can relate to and pay attention to, and that sort of thing. Um, but Eamon, you answered the question exactly how I asked it, and a- Eamon's answer could possibly be true for maybe every human who's ever existed. Exactly. So, will ever exist. in, in who will
4: ever exist,
1: and who will ever exist? And I think you made those points. Uh, uh, yeah, Eamon, That's uh, this one was a bit of that one was a bit of a blowout, coming. <laughs> Amon's right. trying to make me cry here because he's coming up with some, some getting right to the, the heart and the
4: soul this isn't
3: because you're cousins
1: <laughs>
3: no, no, no 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 okay come on
4: you gotta admit <laughs> he made a great point for yeah
1: but I do like your guys examples I'm
3: All right, so it. we're going into the final uh, proper round here. So Mott or Seymour need this ra- uh, this point Battle. to get into, yep. get into the speed. Unless Eamon wins it, and then unless
4: they're... I win, and it's a tie. Yeah. Oh crap! Um, I don't have a tiebreaker
1: question, but I'll think of something if All it right. comes
3: to it. All right, here we go.
1: All right, what do we got here? What is the most underrated instrument? Uh you're first.
5: I went with the flute. Um I I think every time the flute shows up in uh in music, uh I mean you 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 pay attention and uh I mean it it's a beautiful sounding instrument. I mean all you know great pieces were written by Mozart and Bach and, and so forth. Um but even today, I mean, in, in rock songs, but you know, uh uh we remember or in contemporary times, like you know, first with like Jeff Jeffrey Cole and and uh, you know uh, men at work down under. I mean, there's uh, even Lizzo is uh, playing the flute these days. But uh, the, the 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 flute. I mean, if you're a pied piper, um, you know, and you want um, people to follow you, you you play a flute. And uh, you know, um, I think <laughs> if you are a pied piper, if you are a pied piper, yeah. I, I mean, you know, if if there's a guy playing a flute. I'm going to listen up and follow him somewhere. I don't know where.
1: <laughs> okay.
5: I'm uh,
1: going. Right. All right. Speaking All right. to the compelling nature of the flute. Okay. <laughs> <Let's>, uh, <laughs> back to Chris. What's the most underrated mm-hmm. instrument?
0: Well, I don't know any of Murphy, my...
1: it's not the recorder. <laughs>
0: Say that. <laughs> no, it's not the recorder. Um, I went with the theremin, which is... Um, it's not really a well-known instrument, but if you heard it, you would know exactly what it is. Um, theremin has a very unique sound. Uh, it's played by not even touching it. Uh, all you do, you have to wave your hands uh, near the antennas. It's used a lot in in like um, um, horror movies and stuff like that because it's got that weird, creepy kind of sound. Um, but it, it has also been used used in popular music. Uh, the Rolling Stones have used it. Um, we all know the song uh, "Good Vibrations" by the Beach Boys. Um, that has a prominent there, theremin in it. Um, I, I just think it's it's underrated because times that bands have actually used that instrument, it sounded great. It's added so much to the song. Like there's there's no other instrument that can add that level of dynamic to, to your background, that there's always a tone going. And it, it's just underused and, and a lot of people don't know how to play it and maybe that's why, but uh, um, what, what I... I I've done some research, looked it up on YouTube, tried to learn a little bit about how it's played, and uh, I, I think it could be more um, widely used. Very good, very
1: good. The Theremin. <laughs>
0: All right.
1: right,
4: All right, Eamon. All right. What do you got for me? So, I picked the bass guitar because I think it gets a lot of hate and just... <laughs> negligence in general a lot of people just don't talk about it as much as they should considering it provide it can it's the only instrument i can think of that can provide both rhythm harmony and melody at the exact same time rhythm by you know it, it, the low tones create a rhythmic sense uh, as opposed to higher tones in general uh <clears throat> harmony because If whatever the bass player plays as a note, it changes the entire meaning of whatever the guitar or singer is doing. It literally fundamentally changes how it sounds to the ear and melody because of the iconic bass line. We also got to talk about, you know, how many genres it's in. You know, you got rock, you got jazz, you got funk, you got all that stuff. And for all this stuff, what does it get? It gets hated on constantly. The bass gets ignored so much and it's frankly unfair.
1: Don't worry, Eamon, as a bass player yourself, you're defending your craft well. I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you know what? Maybe... I don't think the bass as an instrument gets... um, Gets I, I'm not well I'm Just, saying uh-huh, I mean think hard.
5: of our two favorite yeah, yeah. our, our favorite, favorite band, band. right? Okay. Chris, what's our favorite ba- one of our favorite bands? Well, Primus that the, the, the Which, lead of it plays the bass. I mean, it's yeah. the primary instrument, and everybody knows bass is badass. I mean, the 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 the, the, the bass There's lines either. of music is some of the coolest stuff out there. I don't think it's underrated That's at great all. For you guys, and I'm yeah. I'm
4: glad you appreciate yeah. it, but I don't think you've been in the circles I've been because then you would know that everybody.
5: They just the hate your playing. The, the, the bass player
4: just <laughs> no, no. You know, but like, yeah, like the version, they get, they get where the flute has shown version. up in iconic music. The shape of the entire band, literally. They,
5: they think about iconic music, though. I
4: don't,
0: like, I don't. I don't to for, blues, that's sure white to satin.
5: It has to be irrelevant you how iconic
4: album. it is because you you the, Beatles, Four on the Hill,
5: entire, you know, Stones, Ruby Tuesday, Van Morrison, Moon Dance, Grand Funk, I'm Your Captain, like all these songs. Like kung fu fighting, like where, wherever the flute shows up, like it has been underrated, like they don't use it more, but these songs endure and are some of the you know songs that stick in your head and, and, and throughout the ages um and are known to be great it, why because of their flute parts and i i would I, I, I definitely
4: took a different angle on this right but the bass <laughs> i would the probably bass, whatever the bass plays, it shapes the entire band. Literally, if the bass wants to play something, the rest of the band has to form around it because the rhythm is going to sound wrong otherwise and the harmony is going to sound wrong otherwise. So, if the bass player has that, but much I don't
5: think power, it's underrated. I think, well, I, think people, people know the power of the bass. You just got to be good at what your craft is, you know, okay. with, with the bass.
1: <laughs> I, I think I've heard enough here and I'll tell you why. Because, um, You've lit a fire under them with this bass thing, and they were ignoring each other, and they're just going after this bass. Just, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and they've, they've made some good points. So, uh, well, well,
5: I mean, think, think of all that music I named. Like, like those songs are there's, some there's, of the most enduring classic rock songs of all time, and California Dreaming. I mean, like... I also... Like, because of our flute parts, David's been
1: his choice. You can you can I, stop her. I, our I know I know where you're coming from, Eamon. Like there's a there's a lot of memes and jokes out there about the bass player fooling and whatnot. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, there is, but yeah, there's drummer and bass player jokes out there. I, I, the and I think are, flute though, they're, they're underappreciated, along. perhaps, but I don't know that underrated. And for the well, look because this uh, way too, when, a when lot we of prominent bass about... player out there. We think about fair. musical you,
5: instruments. I mean you'll you'll name the instruments in a band. You'll you'll say, Oh, what are you know what are popular I've been musical disqualified. instruments? Say, you can a stop bass guitar, yeah, metal yeah. guitar. It's Ma, I've been
0: disqualified. Uh, Mom <laughs> just wants to keep going at even.
5: <laughs> well no, I'm just saying with, like like, the, not aiming, just in general, the question, like, under, underrated. Like, no one ever names a flute, like, as a, as a musical Whoever instrument. Who ever names it? It's a like, you know, maybe 28th in line, like, of the musical instruments you'll ever name.
1: <laughs> Look, one of my probably top three favorite musicians is a bass player. That's Marcus Miller, if you guys don't listen to Marcus mm. Miller.
4: Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, well, Flying the Family Stone, I believe.
1: Jesus, did he play for them? Yeah, but it's, it's, just, it's just solo stuff. It's his yeah. solo stuff. Marcus Miller has been doing solo jazz bass for the last, like, 30 years, and some of the best music you'll ever hear. No one can do virtuoso and keep the groove like Marcus Miller, and so it's not the bass. Um, bass is amazing, but nobody went after the theremin. No one could poke a single hole in the theremin and you made a good case for the Theremin as well, Chris. So you're getting the point. Like you made oh, some good points yeah, about I'm you know uh, luring children off into the wilderness their flute. But they're uh, they're not. But <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you made some good points about the flute. It is it is underrated. Um, but yeah, I know. You, you guys know, have both had really
4: good. The theremin,
5: it's underrated, like yeah. it, but a powerhouse. I mean, like the Thurman doesn't come up in like you know you know I, I no, think um, it, name five great Thurman songs.
1: Chris Chris made the best case on why his was underrated and, and underutilized. It, like that it, that was entertaining what, to
3: watch what, just because it was like a dog pile on David about the yeah. guitar. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> such a for like for like three minutes. And then there, and then like case? I don't think Mott one time talked about the theremin. Like no everyone. one did. No one mentioned once <laughs> no one goes after Chris. He's so underrated, so I couldn't
5: you? even remember what he said.
3: It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, was a know, brilliant answer.
1: He's like, you know, I'm gonna exactly. pick something that they,
3: they won't even know how to argue against.
1: They had, they didn't oh, know exactly. to that, that was a good one. All right, All right. that's it. Well, Sorry, Mott. you've comported yourself well. you def, you know you uh represent you can hang around, but you're not
4: you're not in the uh I agree. Flute and theremin are definitely underrated instruments, by the way. You guys I'll
5: probably say bye, I got things to do. Or you can go too. If you want. I'll listen. I'll be listening as I'm walking around.
3: Okay. That's right. All right, you want to mute yourself? All good. Don't get bit by any dogs. Yeah. Try not to get bit by any dogs in the face. Let okay. them lie. Don't
5: and don't growl <laughs> in the face.
1: <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> um, All, right. All, right. All right, speed yeah. round. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Fast. Yeah, speed round fast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. This one's so one of these is gonna be funny. Um just anyway. So first one, movies. Which is the better band of comedians, the Blues Brothers or Spinal Tap?
0: Spinal Tap.
1: Ooh, that's a great one. Okay, Spinal Tap says Chris. Why is it All Spinal right, Tap? Go All right, thirty seconds on the clock. Go. Just
0: um, just a classic movie that that was hilarious about a fictional band named Spinal Tap. Um, sure, they are they are a fictional band, but they actually do have albums, and they're actually not that bad a band. <laughs> um, this is where we um we get the uh. The, the hilarious Stonehenge scene. Anytime I think of that movie, I always think of this scene with the little tiny Stonehenges. Um, Spinal Tap is also the band that brought us the saying, turn it up to 11. Um, Your rebuttal. Rebuttal? Yeah. So, honestly,
4: um, I don't know anything about the Blues Brothers. I've have, I have, I've watched Spinal Tap, or I've seen a lot of Sp- or Spinal Tap, the Blues Brothers, so I'm going to concede.
5: Okay,
1: Chris gets the point, but the Blues Brothers is the right answer. They are actually a kick-ass <laughs> Blues Brothers. I, 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 um, I know I need to watch the Blues Brothers. Dan so. Aykroyd can dance and play harmonica better than any of those spinal tap guys can play their instruments. I'll tell you that right now. Um, all right.
3: Uh, we t- we're tied up, then. Uh, even all right, we're all tied up. Threw it in. All right, here we go. Yes. So there could be
1: generational, uh, like, <laughs> advantages here for a lot of these. Oh, DuckTales. The it's absolutely DuckTales. Best cartoon theme song: Ninja Turtles or Ducktales? Ducktales, DuckTales. says
3: Eamon. Why is yep, it Ducktales? Right. Well,
4: seconds. when I think of one of the best theme songs of all time, I think of Ducktales. Like, the th- the great thing about Ducktales is that it kind of describes, like, it's just such a great banger. It, but it doesn't get stuck in your head in an annoying sense, but. Like, I, I can always go back to the DuckTales theme song, you know? It's just such a great song about describing what the show is about, you know? About the adventure, Your rebuttal. And mystery, and everything.
0: Oh. Um, te- like, come on, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who doesn't love that song? Um I, I used to watch this show as a kid um religiously. Um, not only that, the, the song is actually sung by the teenage mutant ninja turtles. It's <laughs> DuckTales is like not. DuckTales. I don't know. It sounds kind of um kind of weird to me, kind of kind of a flaky song, and, and it does <laughs> get stuck in my head and I hate that. Um but Ninja Turtles and I not not only that, hearing the Ninja Turtles theme song is like You're yes, I'm gonna be in for the, the best show in the world.
4: Well, my argument is that you know, honestly, there's just when I think about what song I would rather listen to, it would be DuckTales because it's got such a great instrumentation. You can always sing along with the the lot with uh, the the uh, vocal line. You know, you got it, it just the song that I think is better as a theme song because it's the song that sticks in my head more. It's the song that I'd rather your listen. rebuttal.
0: No, as a theme song, I, like I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The song talks about Leonardo, about Donatello, about Raphael, about Michelangelo. It talks about them being pizza kings. Um, the <laughs> song talks about Master Splinter. Like when you when you hear that theme song, you're you're ready for the show. You know, um you know all the cast of characters. It's a catchy tune. Uh, it's a great tune, and it it um it it does get stuck in your head, and it wants you to make. Make you go back for more ninja turtles.
1: One more rebuttal. From, right. from
0: each of them. Okay.
4: Yeah. This is so cool. yes, obviously the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles song theme song is about the characters, <laughs> but I think that DuckTales does a better job at describing, you know, what the show is about. You don't need to hear what the characters are like on DuckTales because you you know you get to hear about all the stuff you're in for, basically. You get to hear about going to solve a mystery or rewrite history. Uh, you know how life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Uh, it's just so uh, it gets you prepared for what
0: you're about to watch. Your rebuttal. The, the, <laughs> you talk about getting prepared. This song talks about the Lean Green Ninja Team that's going to be coming. Um, and it, it's honestly, I think that uh, Ninja Turtles is the better show overall. So of course, it's got the better theme song. Um, that's irrelevant.
4: That's not what the question's <laughs> about.
0: <laughs> like. Ninja turtles is, is is such a ridiculous concept when you think about it, like teenage turtles <laughs> who are who are going to become ninjas. Um, but that theme song it, 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 it describes it for you. It gets you ready. It gets you prepared for what you're about to watch if you've never seen the show. Um, it's just a, a fantastic song that I could listen to over and over again. I don't know about yeah. the ducktail song in that. Ding, cool
1: ding. All right. So you guys were making a lot of the same points. That's why I needed one more rebuttal each. And Eamon, you gave me what I was looking for—the um, difference in what the each theme song is saying. Yeah, and I, I, bu- I like the argument better that it's telling you actually what you you'll find within the show. That was close, though. They were, uh... Adventure. It yeah. was very close. Uh, yeah. I do think that was close, and I, I, I disagree I, I... that Ninja Turtles is a better show overall. I probably thought so <laughs> as a kid, but if you go back and watch them now, that old Ninja Turtles show doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't hold up. No. no. no
3: yeah yeah well when we were five but both
1: great themes some great shows for us 90s children all right right. all right so next team rounder what do we got here oh see this one's funny because this was more reflecting what i think what that's not it i didn't pick (laughs) oh sorry did i put the wrong one in? i'm gonna put the one i actually chose
3: no i got it here i I, I, i didn't i have it though okay
1: who is the most overrated british band the beatles or the rolling stones the Rolling
4: Stones. <laughs> okay, good. Because, there go. I mean, as you can see by my argument earlier, you know, the Beatles, whether you like them or not, they are probably the most important band, both when they were making music and today. You know, people still bring up the Beatles as one of their favorite bands. And I think that just speaks to the fact that. You know, maybe maybe you don't like them. I get that. But to call them overrated
0: is like your rebuttal. Well, the Beatles are definitely more overrated than the Rolling Stones. I don't think the Rolling Stones are overrated. I think they're perfectly rated for what they do. Um, like, they've brought us great music over the years. They're still going today. I mean, I don't know how Keith Richards even stands anymore, but he still performs. Um they're not an overrated, overhyped band. The Rolling Stones was never about that. They were all about being the bad boys of rock uh, back in the day. The Beatles, however, you know, they weren't the bad boys of rock. You're they a Clean cut guys.
4: What I would define as overrated is their proportional, you know, how much people like them proportional to how good they are. And I think that the Beatles is an amazing band. And maybe, you know, people. Talk a little highly of them, but I think that, you know, they're an amazing band and they deserve to be talked about amazingly the Rolling Stones on the other hand. I like the Rolling Stones, but do they deserve to be compared to the Beatles as heavily as they are? I don't think they do. I think the gap between the Beatles. the
0: The reason they're compared so much is they came around out around the same era and they were, they were a little bit different styles of music. Like the, the Beatles would come out and girls would be fainting and screaming um Rolling Stones weren't really that kind of a band. They they had a different kind of following um which is why they they never got overrated. Um whereas the Beatles got got so famous um so fast that that um their their work is is definitely overrated. Like how is it much better than than anything else that was around at the time?
4: Have you listened to like The White Album or like abbey road or any of that it's like nothing like it was being made at the time man and well, also just like the like you can't say that about the stones they were a good band but i don't think they really changed music the same way the stones are why right. i think they're more overrated or sorry the Beatles or the rolling stones are more overrated. i mean think about it the beatles don't have a a uh a, a like a a, a public a music publication named after them rolling stones do so.
0: Well, that's no. just because the, the Rolling Stones are a longer, longer-standing band. Like they're still around. Today. Beatles aren't
4: standing anymore because
0: two of them are dead. Well, <laughs> these, these are, are our problem. right, I've heard enough <laughs> in the, uh, Rolling Stones. the magazine. Beatles gave call it quits back in the day.
1: <laughs> um, uh, Chris Seymour has the point on this one. Uh, yeah, I figured. <laughs> he made the, the point that. The Beatles are maybe, or not the Beatles, but the Rolling Stones are maybe kind of situated more or less where they really should be as far as regard goes, and that's probably the case. We'll see here. I don't know. I mean, that, to me, I think the whole thing a little bit, but anyway. <laughs> uh, that's why I made the question. Okay. Better music name for a sports team, the Utah Jazz or the St. Louis Blues? I'd say the St. Louis Blues. Um, Who got in there first, producer Dave?
3: That was close. Uh, well, one of them started saying it first, but the one finished saying it the, before the other one. Uh, the starts
1: uh, whoever started first.
3: Um, Eamon came through first, okay. so Eamon can be All the right. St.
4: Louis Blues. All right, I think that the St. Louis Blues is a better name for you know a sports team because St. Louis is kind of you know it's kind of is the blues. It, whereas like, Utah? Utah isn't really a jazzy state, I would say. I wouldn't really think of it from the music. And also, I think that the St. Louis Blues do better because, you know, they, they have that music iconography. On Your their rebuttal. Their... I'm not really familiar with the Utah Jazz,
0: but sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason that the Utah Jazz are called the Utah Jazz, by the way, is because they were originally from New Orleans um which is a, a, a jazzy town it's a town known for jazz just like your st louis is known for the blues uh i also think that the utah jazz has a, a better name because it's more catchy like who do you want to go and see a team called the utah jazz or the st louis blues like think if you didn't know what sports they played okay Do you want to go see a team called the blues or do you want to go see a team called the jazz yes your rebuttal
4: well Okay, that's fair that they came from New Orleans first, but the fact that they are Utah now is the argument. What's the better name? And Utah Utah is not really a jazz state, whereas St. Louis obviously is the blue state. As and um, you know, I think that it's I would rather state, go uh watch the blues, <clears throat> purely because well, the Utah Jazz. I, like, they, I think they, it rolls off the tongue better, St. Louis Blues compared to Utah Jazz. Your rebuttal.
0: Well, they used to be the New Orleans Jazz. They they, they wanted to it's keep. Not relevant. That's not the wanted, question. Yes, it is relevant. Because no, because it says Utah pies. Jazz. What they is want the better to keep name? Ties to their roots, which is in New Orleans. They they don't they they don't want to think of up a whole new name just because they're moving to Utah. They still want to be the Jazz. They want their roots. They want to keep their old fans. They want to gain new fans. Now they've got two cities rooting for them. They've got New Orleans and they've got Utah, and they've got the better name, which is the jazz. So and I can't I can't uh,
3: help but I just take this opportunity to play.
5: Don't make us go back to our liberal city home with tales of prejudice and bigotry from in the heart of Utah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so producer Dave, I would like one more rebuttal each, but I would okay. like you both to forget about the city and just tell me why the
4: blues, or the jazz is better for a sports team. Well, honestly, I think that, and I hope this isn't talking about the city, but again, I think it it rolls off the tongue better. The Lewis blues just kind of goes better. It's got this similar sound, so I think it just goes better, you, you know, as opposed to the Utah jazz, you kind of conflicting syllables there, so I think that you know, it sounds better. You're a
0: Okay, since he told us to forget about the city, I'm going to forget about the city like I was asked. Um, the blues just sounds like, you know what, I might be going to something that's kind of sad. Like, oh, I've kind of got, I got to go see the blues. You know what, I don't, do I want to go see the jazz? Are, this is going to be a jazzy time. This is going to be more fun because I'm going to see the jazz. I'm not going to see the blues. Jazz hands.
4: All
1: right, uh, Seymour gets the point.
4: All right. I wasn't yeah. trying to bring the city into it. I was just trying to bring the syllables into it.
5: Yeah, I really like what he, what, he, what he said though about like it's you know, thinking about going to a like a down yeah, thing. That's you, a know, good point. Blue, blue, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going something that's that's blue and like blue, or something that's jazzy and pizzazzy and fun. Like and I, I, I thought that really well, brought I, up I,
1: for me. I will say, as a bluesman myself, uh the blues is meant to be the remedy. When you're feeling that way, it's mm. not supposed to bring you down, it's supposed to be the remedy. Yeah, <laughs> so
3: come on, Avid, you got to pull this up. You know, you're uh, uh, what's the score now? What are the uh, points?
1: Actually, I don't five or right, five to four
3: for Seymour. So he and we got wow. two left. All right, so here wow. we go. This
1: is tight. This is tight. All right, next one. What do we got here? Okay, what is the most significant musical component for the proliferation of music throughout human history? Is it its storytelling element, or is it the more rhythmic element, like dancing? What, which, which one is dancing been more um, important to its sustainability and proliferation? Dancing, pick
0: dancing. Um, I'm gonna go with dancing because uh, it's it's important to every culture around the world. You can listen to a song. You can dance to a song. You don't need to know what it's about. You don't need to know the story. You don't need to even understand the language that the lyrics are written in. Um, In in this way, music has that effect on us that we can listen to music from all different cultures uh, and we can dance to it. We can enjoy it. We can enjoy the rhythm. Your rebuttal.
4: My argument would be that storytelling in in songs has done so much to change the world you think about you know how many songs were done in protest of vietnam you think about how many songs are you know fighting against a specific subject so i think that caused the music to spread because it kind of you know it was what other people agreed with and what other people were interested in i i think a good story you know fascinates people and wants them to analyze bottom. it more and spread it. Yeah,
0: a good story can make a good song, but you got to remember uh, that not all songs even have lyrics. Um, there's a lot of great music out there. A lot of jazz music, a lot of blues music, uh, a lot of, uh, electro music, um, that the dancing is just part of it. There doesn't need to be a story. So it's, it's more universal if it, 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 it reaches a larger crowd. The dancing part reaches a larger crowd than the storytelling part. Yes, we all have songs that we can connect with the story with, and that's great. But those songs with great storytelling also have great dancing. You don't
4: need lyrics. You don't need lyrics to tell a story. the The way the music sounds and the way it's what it's playing in its own right can tell the music. You know what rhythm it's going at. The, you know what what it sounds like. You know it, it can. You can convey its own feeling. And people, you know, they, they gain this own feeling because they analyze music from, you know, or analyze music that has no lyrics in it. And they're able to detect, you know, emotions in it. You know, you look at jazz. And I saw this great jazz group back in um, in, in July, uh, OK Penguin. And, like, they just, they, they were able to tell whether a song was sad or whether it was, like, rainy I could feel like the story was being told even though they didn't say a single word during the song
0: you know what though that's that's not that's not the storytelling aspect you're talking about emotions and and the dancing and rhythm but it does tell a the story emotion. it paints
4: a picture um, in your mind
0: yes and, and you can
1: you oh, can wow. dance to okay me. all right you had it chris right up until the very end that was incredible that was a good debate um but amon did defend your biggest criticism with? You don't need uh, a lyrics, right. lyrics to tell You're a story. Up, then. That was slick. <laughs> all right, My all baby right. Just we're all, so we're all we're all tied. Uh, this is this is for
3: all. <laughs> this is for all the marbles here. Here we go.
1: Yeah. What's the better? What is the better viral dance? Oh no! You, I changed the wording there, Dave. Anyway, oh. don't don't read that. What is the better viral dance? The Macarena, macarena. Or twerking. Maca- okay.
3: What is the most? <laughs> what is
0: the better?
1: Yeah. What is the better viral dance?
0: i'm i'm going i'm going with the macarena just because um it's 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 a way more fun dance like i was um i was down in cuba like two years ago and we were even on the ship and everyone's still doing the macarena uh and it got the whole ship going like older people younger people um different races everybody was just on that boat um doing the macarena and it's a fun time because it's an easy dance everyone can learn it um I don't think that uh, twerking doesn't have that same effect. I don't want to see someone waving their ass. Like, do I want to see Eamon twerk? No, I don't. I 100% don't want to see that. Your rebuttal. Do you want to see Eamon do the back right now? Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, the thing about twerking is that it it kind of represents something about our generation because kind of twerking is kind of supposed to be like this sexual act right it's supposed to be you know you are you're, you're you have your ass out you're you're you know you're jiggling it forward
0: kind of
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: your rebuttal i don't want to see anyone twerking i don't want to see it on tv i don't want to see it in the streets i don't want to see it anywhere if i'm see people doing the Macarena, at least I know what they're doing and I know why they're doing it. And at least it goes along with the music. Like, I don't even know what people twerk to. Do you twerk through a certain song? Is it any song? I have no idea. At least the Macarena, we know what song that goes with. Um, that song is a great song, by the way. It's got a good beat. It's catchy uh, and the dance is fun. And and generations can have fun with that. I don't, I don't, see, I don't want to see grandma twerking. <laughs>
4: I mean that's not the point of the song the point of the song or the point of the twerking is that you know it's about you want to see these women doing it because it's inherently it's it's hot i guess <laughs> the best way i can describe it <laughs> and that that's why it's so viral is because you know people sex sells it's basically you know it, it, it's basically just it's uh it, you know it's just it's people a ludicrous being horny. it's why it's, it's a... more viral
0: okay it's a ludicrous than, uh, and, you it's, know it's being horny pass. is more um, viral I, than the macarena it's like it's like <laughs> a good <laughs> christian song the run.
4: opposite of sex
0: um it's just uh, <laughs> twerking. can we just let this twerking? go for another 10 minutes whatever
1: you need Davin. Yeah. no i i have it i have it um Chris made the better points. That was a good uh, battle between you two, though. Can I just oh, say that
4: cool. I, I fucking hate twerking.
1: <laughs> I, you can tell I in your debate, twerked. and that's not why you—that's you didn't win. Um,
4: I would have. Okay, if it was the more obnoxious dance, I would have—I would have had a better fucking argument uh, for twerking.
1: That's why I changed it, though. I thought it would be funnier if I made you guys have to argue for how great those two dances are, and I was right. So
3: all right and we got our winner here yeah, uh in chris uh yeah absolutely where's my winner music when i need it yeah um, final fantasy Power i was House.
1: so close both of your uh i don't know the people are gonna start thinking All right, another round of trivial debates in the can. Uh, Chris, you won. You yes, you did. I've I, given you the belt twice now. People are gonna ev- think I, I just like your debating style.
3: Everyone was was betting against you going into this. You had oh. huge Vegas odds against you. Uh, yeah, everyone's there, there. I said any predictions to Jody the other day. He goes, "Not Chris Seymour." So you proved <laughs> him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: well, did he know? This was the Music Week. He knew. Okay. Oh,
3: he thought you would win the music round,
1: but and,
0: uh, I
3: didn't.
1: <laughs> and you did it. So. <laughs> all right. Well, you can follow Trivial Debates on Facebook and YouTube. All the links and information can be found in the description. Yep. Make sure to check out our other podcasts as well. Live long and podcasts that recently assimilated my Star Trek podcasts as mm-hmm. well. So you know that's where you go now for all. All locutors <laughs> track for Star Trek.
3: Star trek, star trek star trek and the family um uh, we oh, yeah. got a question Yo, we got some questions here
1: yeah right let's do it uh
3: matt sam higdon from newfoundland wants to know do you like assignment earth with gary seven the star trek original series episode oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no, that's a no that's a negative oh, i can't hear yeah. the
3: answer um uh chris or Mott, have you been to newfoundland
0: I've been as far as Halifax.
3: Well, that's
4: different. I'm not Quite as far as Newfoundland. That's yeah, not, not, that's not mm-hmm.
3: Newfoundland. Uh, uh, Chris Murphy says you're lucky he wasn't part of this panel. Uh, oh, you
1: throwing Jamie <laughs> Murphy's in yeah, um, music edition part stuff.
3: two. I will. I was my own, I
5: was my own worst enemy. Yet. My brain was not awake yet. I think my answers were actually better. I wasn't aware I, 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 really
3: need, I needed Chris to argue for me. Yeah. <laughs> right? well, Chris, 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 Chris thought the Macarena is for elderly people, and he thought that twerking <laughs> is on TikTok the spearhead of viral videos. So,
1: there might have been an argument uh, that
3: would have got you there. Um,
1: <laughs> but, oh, yeah, good. Next, next music <laughs> edition Chris Seymour, Chris Murphy, and some other Chris. <laughs> yeah. The Chris's well, we, know, Chris we know. Chris is like Marvel. Right.
5: I wanted to join in yeah. on that music, uh, you know, dance or uh, story uh, storytelling. I mean, throughout time, you know, music pro- proliferated throughout history because of the storytelling nature. I mean, that's how, you know, things were passed down is by stories and, and from one group to another. Even where they didn't allow dancing, you still were allowed music and you, you did it with or without instruments. And, I mean, now, I, I mean, you can d- – they have been dancing since the beginning of time, but like it didn't spread music. You did it amongst your like tribe or something like that. You know, you, you did it amongst your 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 people. You know, nowadays I mean we think about all you know how much dance is is moving things, but the proliferation of music came through storytelling, I would I would yeah you know, I definitely think.
1: Mots
3: well, like I wish was I was in that round. I mean yeah yeah. Uh,
1: all right producer Dave I'll leave the rest of you my baby's awake I got right
3: okay well thank you Davin. Great right. job hosting. Yeah.
1: Good job, everybody. Uh, okay
3: good thanks to Get davin and we'll see you later uh yeah, also X-Men
1: podcast too later. yeah
3: check out davin's x-men podcast okay there he goes uh <laughs> all right so check out davin's x-men podcast x-rated on tuesdays also check out our all the stuff we have on live long in podcast our star trek theme channel which has also got Locutors of trek as davin had mentioned mondays and tuesdays we have our rewatch series uh, enterprise in Space nine thursdays we're talking about new episodes of star trek Lower Decks. Uh, we just did a new episode of Star Trek Radio Theater last night. Uh, recorded uh, the what's uh, actually known as the Space Hippie episode um, where uh, where we had uh, Mott playing uh, Chekhov and uh, and Davin was playing Adam. We, it was a lot of fun. Uh, check that out if you haven't already. We'll have an edited version in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also we have Super Mater Brothers podcasting.
5: We are brothers!
3: Uh, which is on, uh, right, well, right now we finish up our coverage of Big Brother season 24 USA edition uh, on, uh, with uh, um, Jamil Robinson and Jeff Mader. We'll be on tonight to talk about, um, I guess this will be the third last episode of the season as we're heading into the final four week uh, right before they uh, will get into the finals because um, it will be the Thursday episode and then the Sunday. We also have Survivor uh, season 43 starting this week on Wednesday. We'll be covering that on Wednesday plus doing a cast preview on Super Made Brothers podcasting. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, what's going on? Let's
4: talk about fighting games with, uh, with uh, Sam Jerker. Yeah, so we have to talk about it. I was going to bring that up. Um, we're hoping to get a new episode out soon. Uh, we, we, we're we trying to synchronize schedules right now. We're trying to work on it. All right. Well, we, we, we look forward to the next edition, as
3: well as uh, le, um, the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn, a horror-themed podcast on Wednesdays. Uh, friends of uh, the show and, of course, uh, from Star Trek Radio Theater. Uh, you should definitely check those things out all right guys well i think that's uh we can probably close the book tonight on uh, on this or today i guess on this episode thanks for participating thanks for everybody in the comments uh and the the subscribers and everything else and we will see you next time all right um good night or okay. good day, <laughs> good,
0: day. Uh, good afternoon good day.